We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome, welcome to the Andrea K Show. I'm not Andrea K, and I'm not wearing a dress, and I'm a little taller, not much taller. Well, I guess a few inches taller. I'm Ed Martin. I'm very pleased to be with you on the Andrea K Show here on 1170 AM, The Answer. Uh, I love San Diego. I love being on with you all, and I am a big fan of Andrea. I do a program on the St. Louis uh, version of The Answer. And uh, I do my show in the afternoon and lots of great folks. I just heard Larry Elder uh, speaking in one of the commercials. He he is just great. He's on our station in St. Louis. Just a he really is a treasure. And I think Andrea and I both are kind of uh, working our way up through learning from guys like Larry and others. And I'm excited to be with you and spend this time in the Andrea K show. I will have uh, using Andrea's leadership. I will have one of her great commentators, a guest, Jen Kearns. If you've heard her every week, she's on uh, with us today and she'll be I think she's up in. I'm out in the swamp. I think she's up in the big city. She's, I think she's in New York City. We'll hear from her. I'm actually out in the swamp. I'm not of the swamp. I'm in the swamp. I'm in Washington, D.C., uh, working uh, out of the Phyllis Schlafly Center. In my day job, I do work with the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, the organization that the late Phyllis Schlafly founded that does uh, pro-life and conservative education and advocacy on policy stuff. We have a Washington, D.C. office, and so I'm up here uh, working, and I work out of this uh, beautiful Phyllis Schlafly Center and do this program with you in addition to my own show. So I think, um, you know, this first segment, I wanted to spend a minute on my show off and talk about what you need to know. That's why, uh, excuse me, W-Y-N-K, wink, the wink, the beginning of the program, what you need to know, because you got to cut through a lot of what's happening, a lot of what you're hearing and kind of wade through it. And since Friday, you know, I mean, almost, almost within a few minutes of, of Andrea's show on Friday night on the Andrea K show, uh, there would have been this bombing in Syria. You know, and it almost the, the, the news moves so fast. So many things happened between the Syria uh, bombing and then uh, coverage of that. And then, of course, the Comey fiasco, James Comey embarrassing himself uh, on national TV. And I'll I'll get to it. later in the program. I do a segment on my show. I call it Swamp Speak, where uh, the swamp and the purveyors of swamp fake news and spin, they use terms and they try to spin you on it. And they call this Comey fiasco, all kinds of other things than what it is. I mean, it's really a, it's a disaster for him, embarrassing, and it's a disaster for the country in many ways because it's just so demeaning and outrageous and all. But all of that happened between the time Andrea Kay's show went off the air on Friday night and right now. And uh, what you need to know, though, you need to cut through that and you have to understand exactly what's occurring. So I usually in my what you need to know, the wink segment, I usually talk about one thing, what you need to know, what it is. This case, I'm going to talk about two. And I want to mention both Comey and Syria. And, you know, and, and number one on Comey, uh, this has become such a political uh, fiasco. But I want to hone in on one detail that I just want you to take and remember, no matter what you hear from now on. You, we've, heard, we've heard James Comey testify before the Senate and talk about how he purposely leaked in order to get a special counsel created. He admitted that. He talked about how he purposely wrote memos in a way that they could be either unclassified or declassified so they could be leaked. I mean, we had someone, it was pretty breathtaking to watch him. But in the interviews this weekend and in the book, the excerpts that are out, James Comey has admitted that as the, one of the highest ranking law enforcement professionals in the country, his own admission, he's not hiding it, he's not embarrassed by it, he's bragging about it. He's talking about how in, when he was leading the FBI, he made decisions based on the fact that he wanted, he expected Hillary Clinton to be president. And he wanted President Hillary Clinton to be a strong president, a legitimate president. And so he didn't actually worry about the law 
and doing what was right, he worried about what was expedient for President Hillary Clinton. I mean, this is an extraordinary admission to make in writing. It's even more extraordinary that, and also on the on the with George Snuffleupagus to, in this interview to admit these things and to, to with a straight face and to think that no one will notice. Well, I'm noticing, and you should notice too, because what has happened is the this isn't this wasn't like the I'm so, with all due respect this wasn't the, the the police chief of a town of 600 people you know out in the in the desert somewhere where you know he's kind of this wasn't somebody who was running a, a medium sized county in Southern California. This is the FBI director admitting that he, he he changed his conduct based on the fact that he expected Hillary Clinton to be president and he wanted her to be able to do well at that. Now, his judgment was off and the Democrats that wanted Hillary will say he made a terrible mistake and hurt her. But that's what he said he was doing. I mean, not since we saw like the, the, the back rooms of, say, J. Edgar Hoover and what kind of stuff he was doing. Have we ever had this much of a kind of straight up betrayal of what what Americans expect of the top law enforcement officer? We expect someone to be living up to the law and making judgments based on the law and what's right, not what's expedient. And let me just make one more political point. Out here in the swamp where I'm visiting, I'm out here for two days, and I'm talking to some of the key people that may succeed. Uh, Paul Ryan is speaker, and I'm talking to folks. And all these people in the swamp are in the same spot that James Comey was two years ago, in this sense. They assume that the Democrats are going to win the House. And Speaker Pelosi is picking out the, the, the curtains. And, and they, 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 it doesn't matter that Nancy Pelosi has agreed with the gun grabbers that uh, Justice Stevens is right. We should get rid of the Second Amendment. It doesn't matter that, they, that the, uh, you know, the abortion issue is the number two or three issue for Nancy Pelosi, Planned Parenthood, and all those guys. It doesn't even matter that the, the Pelosi caravan of illegals coming up from Honduras and, and Guatemala is on the move. Nobody out here, everybody, Republicans included, are like Comey was. They think it's over. And I'm just going to tell you, President Hillary Clinton can tell you that they were wrong two years ago, and I'm telling you they're wrong right now, that they're underestimating the American people, they're underestimating our wisdom, they're underestimating that we get it, and that programs like Andrea's and mine and others are, are making sure to each other, to you and to everyone else is listening, hey, this is what's happening. Okay, so what you need to remember, what you need to know is that Comey has demeaned his office in a way. But the key thing is to take your mind and wrap it around. Don't start. Don't start listening to the people that say it's over. The Republicans are going to win. Give up. Stay home. Don't do any of it. It's our turn. And what's at stake in 2018 is even more dramatic than 2016, because if Pelosi's in charge, it's not just going to be impeachment. She'll impeach Trump. That's true. But it's going to be on those key issues, guns and babies and the border. That's what's at stake. That's what's at stake. Now, I want to transition because I think it's so important. I don't want to miss the story. And I know Andrew would be knee deep in this. And and we're going to talk in a few moments with Jen Kearns, uh, who is a contributor at The Hill. She's also a commentator on uh, uh, Fox and Friends. Uh, she does the Fox and Friends, the early edition, which is amazing because sometimes, depending on where she is, that's real early. Uh, but it's great. She's great on the air. We're going to talk to her about what's going on with the media and Sean Hannity and Michael Cohen and Laura Ingram. Highest ratings Laura Ingram's ever had because of uh, being targeted. I just want to take a quick second on Syria. Uh, I think what the president showed, I was nervous on Friday night because I, I want America first. I don't want more. I don't want any more wars. I don't want any more entanglements, but I want a fearless commander in chief that's going to really do what we need to do. And in this case, what is now becoming clear was that the president of the United States was made aware of not one, but multiple uh, um, uh, attacks by Assad and his regime on people, right? Chemical attacks. And it, it got to be too much. And what the president did over four days last week, three and a half, four days, was put the whole of the American army, the whole of the American uh, Navy, uh, all of our top guys, everybody in position to say, we'll make you pay a big price if you're going to be like that. And, and when we did that, when he did that, the president made clear that we, were, we, were, we weren't going to take it. And then on Friday, he showed what we could do. It was kind of a punch like last April. Now, what I like best about this was it was a targeted punch that made clear exactly what we could do, the size and scope, but it didn't entangle us more. And I think, you know, mission accomplished for all those of you that uh, remember that so well on the, uh, in, in the George W. Bush era. I think he was sending a message, though. 
And I think the message was we're going to be so strong, but we're not going to be entangled. We're going to be so strong. We're going to enforce the kind of World War One rhetoric, he said, which was don't gas people. We're not going to tolerate weapons of mass destruction, but we're not going to get entangled in. And I, I think that's a positive way to have approached that. I think it shows real strength, but I think it also allows us to know we're not getting entangled in. And what you need to know is Trump is different than Obama. He's got a red line. He'll enforce it. But he's also different than Bush. He's different than others. He's the Trump commander in chief is coming is coming into uh, we're, we're seeing it better. We're understanding it better. And those are the two what you need to know. I'm, I'm really it, it's important that we get the Comey thing. And we'll talk later a little bit about that in Swamp Speak and also Syria. And of course, keep our men and women that are flying our planes and on our Navy, on our ships in our prayers. It's a big deal. A lot of people are really focused on that and want to pay attention. It's a big it's a big moment. But I, I think I'm more than ever. I'm nervous. I don't want America first to become lots of wars. I was nervous of the president having too many people telling him fight, fight, fight. But I think that was a well done, well executed uh, strategy. And we've got to have confidence in the guys that are uh, leading and the, and the people that are leading our country. If you saw Mattis and Dunford in these hearings, they, in these press conferences, they were top shelf. They were top shelf. They really were. So, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Jen Kearns, who's going to talk to us about some of what's going on in the media. It's an important time. It's 1170 a.m. The Answer, The Andrea K. Show. I'm Ed Martin, and we'll be right back. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855 464 4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583. An equal opportunity lender. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Keith needed a little help with meals and housework, but his beloved wife, Cecilia, suffers from Alzheimer's. So Keith found the perfect place where they could both get the level of care they needed, but still be together at Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community in Lemon Grove. Sun Garden Terrace has a place for people that have Alzheimer's. At night, I always have her in there in case she has a problem. I have a bedroom upstairs from her. If she were in my bedroom, there's always a cord on the wall you pull if you got a problem. Keith's still keeps fit. Exercise is really good exercise. It's not just flimsy exercise. You really feel it. And he knows Cecilia is always safe. The best thing is the number of caregivers they have here. You don't have to search for one when you need one. Keith and Cecilia still together after 48 years at Sun Garden Terrace where there's such a lot of living to do. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. 
This is one of my favorite sounds. A ship's horn is at least port for an adventurous cruise. And we've got such an experience for you coming this August. Our Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise. Seven luxurious days and nights visiting the most beautiful tropical site your camera will ever see. Sailing the lush green Hawaiian Islands, relaxing in the welcoming Hawaiian culture. Hugh Hewitt here. It's an escape from the stifling August heat on a decadently lavish Hawaiian cruise with me and my buddies Larry Elder and Mike Gallagher. We're even giving every stateroom two my pillows from Mike Lindell, who'll also be on board. Beautiful staterooms, amazing food, adventures on each island we visit, and then evening get-togethers with the three of us sharing insights on the state of our country. The Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise, August 11th through 18th. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Come and join us. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. It's Ed Martin here on AM 1170, The Answer, filling in for Andrea Kay. She's on assignment, as we say. She had a commitment tonight, and I'm sure, uh, she, well, she's not listening, but she'll listen to me later and uh, make sure I do well. I'm Ed Martin. I host a program in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, and uh, happy to be with you and excited to be with our next guest. Jen Kearns is a uh, contributor on The Hill. She is on Fox & Friends. You'll see her in Fox & Friends early. She's uh, a writer. I was looking at her stuff earlier, and I actually sent her a, a link to a piece she wrote four or five months ago on John Brennan because I thought it was so, so good and compelling uh and especially make sure to track her down on twitter where you can follow her at jen kearns usa at jen k-e-r-n-s usa at jen kearns usa uh welcome to the program jen how are you hey doing well ed thanks so much for having me I'm glad to have you. I was talking earlier. I'm down in the swamp. I'm not of the swamp, but I'm in the swamp down in Washington, <laughs> D.C. But I think you're up in New York City, right? The big big city. Is that where you are? I am. You know, it's saying a lot about the swamp if I come to New York City for refuge because we have uh, Governor Cuomo here <laughs> and Mayor Bill de Blasio. So that's how bad yeah. the swamp is these days. <laughs> that's that's right. Well, well, we're glad you could call in. Thank you. Hey, I wanted to first talk to you about this tweet that I noticed you put in there. I hadn't flagged the uh, I hadn't flagged the um, uh, the story. But Laura Ingram, after all these protests and all these boycotts, turns out, well, what happened to Laura Ingram when she got home from vacation? Well, you know, it's interesting. As much as you hear the left and gnashing their teeth over, uh, you know, Laura Ingram and how outrageous it was that she was uh, engaged in some discussion and dialogue. On Twitter, uh, Laura Ingram is actually seeing what I think is the silver lining in this entire battle with the establishment, the swamp, and the left in this country right now that is trying to do everything they can in their power uh, to shut down conservative speech. Laura Ingram is experiencing that one silver lining, and that is the American people have started to notice what the left is doing, and they have shown up for Laura Ingram in droves. So uh, what you saw was Laura Ingram took a little vacation, a little spring break with her kids. When she came back after that boycott of uh, almost two dozen advertisers pulling uh, their spots from her show, she came back to a 20% ratings increase at the Fox News Channel. And I think this gives us all hope, Ed, as we look around the country, people are asking me, I'm sure they're asking you, everyone's asking each other, what is going on in this country? I continue to tell people, this is the swamp refusing to relinquish their last bit of control. You know, Donald Trump told us a lot about this when he was candidate Donald Trump, that he was going to drain the swamp and that it would not be pretty. But, uh, boy, I think even Donald Trump may have underestimated um, how how uh, not quietly they would go into the night. And I think that's what you see with the FBI raid, everything else going on. And that's what you see with the left trying to shut down free speech, whether it's on Fox News or whether it's in the public square. Uh, so I was really glad to see that that Laura Ingram has had a boost in ratings 20 percent uh, since she returned. Yeah, we're talking with Jen Kearns. I'm, you know, Jen, um, you, you mentioned it. And it's, by the way, it's at Jen Kearns USA is on Twitter and and, and her website is uh, Jen Kearns dot com. Jen, you said something about uh, Laura Ingram. You know, it may, reminds me of this two details that came out. 
Trump's approval rating is tacking up in most of the surveys, and some of them it's up to 50%. I think it's Rasmussen. The other one, though, is the generic ballot for Democrats versus Republicans is tightening, meaning people are used even a few months ago, it was Democrats would win a generic ballot, meaning when you go to someone and say, hey, Democrat or Republican, more would say by about 10, 15 points, I'm Democrat, you know, I lean Democrat. It's getting closer and closer. I just think that they misunderstand, especially on gun control. If you go after people's guns, the last time Democrats went after guns was that 1994, well, 93, the assault weapon ban, and they paid a huge price in 94 when when they lost to the Gingrich revolution because of that. But Jen, you noticed today Hannity is in their sights, right? Hannity is because of Cohen. And uh, what's the what's the re- what's the story with that? I mean, what is there a story there or is it a non-story that they just want to bang the table about? You know, I think at the end of the day, it will be a non-story. I think Sean Hannity was very smart today, late in the day, getting a statement out right away. I think his statement went out within moments of this discovery uh, that his name was mentioned in court as being one of Michael Cohen's clients. Now, Hannity came out immediately and said, look, I've only had some discussions with him to, to get some legal advice, mostly on real estate transactions. So that's what Sean was asking Michael Cohen about, according to Sean. And, uh, and I thought it was really smart of Sean Hannity to come out and say, look, at no time was there anything discussed regarding a legal matter between myself and a third party. Now, we can all read between the lines. I worked at Fox News right. during the uh, removal yeah. of Roger Ailes uh, there uh, and, yeah. and the whole aftermath of that. And, and look, I think we can all read between the lines. What Sean Hannity is saying, in effect, is, look, there were no discussions between Michael Cohen and myself that were similar to those that he may have had with President Trump at some point, uh, non-disclosure agreements and whatnot. So I think it was very smart. I think at the end of the day, this will be a non-starter. Look, Sean Hannity is one of the kindest people I know. He's the nicest man that works at Fox News, and I'll stand behind that. I mean, unless there's just something we really don't know that's really going to surprise all of us, I think this will end up being a non-story at the end of the day. But you wouldn't know it, Ed, by turning on MSNBC tonight. Well, and I have to say that we're talking with Jen Kearns again, and Jen's, uh, Jen's writes a lot of places, The Hill, and is on Fox and Friends and other places. But part of it is this sort of smear by association. So you say, ah, he works at Fox, he had a lawyer, therefore you flash to the O'Reillys and all these things. And I think, to your point, nobody's ever said, they've said about, they've said about Hannity that he's, you know, conservative, he's Trumpy, all this. They've never said any other stuff, and it's the worst kind of thing. Even to talk about it is silly. Uh, Jen Kearns, one of the things I liked when I was reading your stuff, you've written all over the place, Washington Examiner, your writer more than anything. But tell, I, I'm fixated on this John Brennan character. I turn on the TV on Sunday morning, there's John Brennan, and he's saying things like, it's Chuck Todd, we have Syria bombs bo- dropping in Syria, and the first thing Chuck Todd brings on is, is John Brennan, and he asks something about Brennan and Cohen, and, and basically Brennan does this double, oh, I know what it was, he said, he said to Brennan, you know, um, um, Mr. Brennan, uh, as CIA director, was Michael Cohen a target? And then Brennan says, I can't really say who was a target, but he looks like, you know, like, obviously I'm the cat that ate the canary. It, this John Brennan, Jen, isn't he like the worst type of the deep state swamp monster? Isn't, can't we have that declared somehow? <laughs> I think we can make up a plaque to that effect. Look, it's very telling <laughs> to me. You talk to, you talk to most of the people in the CIA. They don't want to be on the news. So I always, it's always a head scratcher when you look at someone like John Brennan and you say, well, what is his axe to grind exactly? Uh, it turns out that John Brennan, the director of the CIA under Barack Obama, is actually quite political and he does have opinions, unlike the, the career agents working at the CIA. Uh, to fully understand the entire Russia investigation, you must understand that John Brennan, as the director of the CIA, was the person that put the debunked Trump dossier, paid for by Fusion GPS and the DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign, by the way. He was the one that put that into the bloodstream of the U.S. intelligence community sometime between June of 2016 and December 2016. And if you really understand who John Brennan is, uh, you look back at his history. This is a man who voted for the Communist Party candidate in the presidential election of 1976. He was a person who was on the campaign staff, uh, at least briefing, 2008, uh, then-Senator Barack Obama, who was then a candidate for president of the United States. And then later, Brennan went on to become Barack Obama's director of the CIA. 
And so this is a very partisan person. And, and I think that's proven out, as you said, as you see him talking on the Sunday shows. But I'm shocked, or maybe I'm not, that nobody in the mainstream media has actually talked not just about Brennan's politics, but about his numerous intelligence failures. And so I think you have to look at a couple of examples. Uh, you look back at Brennan's history. Um, his past is actually checkered with intelligence mishaps. I think in the end that will be what the Russia collusion investigation will be proven out to be. But in 1996, it was Brennan who was CIA station chief in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, who missed the intelligence that could have prevented the bombing of the Kobar Towers. Now, that was a bombing wow. that killed 19 American service members, yeah, and injured nearly 500 others. I and it, Brennan really became uh, uh, under a lot of heat. Even the lefty New York Times said that there were significant shortcomings in the planning, intelligence, and the basic security measures that left the American forces vulnerable there in Saudi Arabia. The list goes on in the aftermath of yeah. September 11th, post 9-11. Uh, Brennan, uh, as an advisor to President George W. Bush, advised him to escalate the terror warning to an orange terror alert during the Christmas of 2003. It was later found that that was based on bogus intel, uh, not the likes of which... I, hey, listen, I... Russia. Yeah. We're talking with Jen Kearns, USA. Jen, I got to run, but I wanted to ask you something. Why don't you write a great book called like a, a, The Greatest American Trader, John Brennan's Story, and write it up. I mean, we should promote this. This is you, 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 your, your, your column. I'll put it on social media. You're exactly right. Jen, at Jen Kearns, USA. Follow her on Twitter, jenkearns.com. Thanks, Jen. We'll have you again. We appreciate you very much. I know Andrea does too, and she'll be talking okay, to you next guys. Monday. Jen Kearns, everybody. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Jim Hoff, the Gateway Pundit, who's one of the leading conservatives conservative uh, blog sites and he's going to fill us in on some facebook issues so uh, let's take a quick break it's ed martin on the andrea k show here on am 1170 the answer want more andrea k follow her on twitter at andrea k show and like her facebook page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998-858-344-5998. power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. A battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. 
This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable, it is age appropriate, and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Well, give me a call. Come on for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. It's Ed Martin right here on The Andrea K Show. Uh, and I uh, really enjoy filling in for her. She's got great guests, got great folks out there. I know uh, some of you may be lining up to call in. I booked a back-to-back-to-back hits from some of the greatest folks I know. But if you want to call in, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170, right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Let's go quickly. I want to go to Jim Hoft. He's the Gateway Pundit. If you haven't been to thegatewaypundit.com, you haven't been to one of the top four or five conservative sites a lot of folks have you can follow him at at gateway pundit on twitter and uh, jim hoft is an interesting experience he was ranked number four in conservative websites influencing uh voters in the election in 2016 but about four months ago five months ago he came uh into the crosshairs i don't guess i shouldn't am i not supposed to use that of facebook (laughs) and they really took him on jim welcome to the program the gateway pundit how are you sir Great, Ed. Good to be with you. So listen, Jim, tell our our listeners here, we're talking in San Diego and Southern California, all across the region, what happened when they changed the algorithms to your traffic on your your conservative website, thegatewaypundit.com? Yeah, Ed, I'm I'm really glad to talk about this uh, because I've been speaking with a lot of the top conservative websites around the country, and uh, what has happened is it's actually started after the 2016 election in uh, January 2017, we started noticing some fluctuations with our traffic coming from Facebook. During the election, Gateway Pundit got up. One-third of our traffic came from Facebook, about 33%. Um, over the months, it's been dwindling down Facebook with each algorithm. There are, all these conservative sites are noticing that they're losing more and more and more Facebook traffic. Um, and uh, at the same time, we're seeing that some liberal sites aren't seeing the same decrease. So uh, this is a travesty. Uh, as as you said, we were ranked fourth as the fourth most uh, influential news source for conservatives during the election. And now, last month, our, our Facebook traffic was two percent of our traffic. Ed, so our, wait, no, wait, that, no, Jim, 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 we're talking with the gate. Yeah, the, the gatewaypundit.com, at Gateway Pundit. Jim, say that starkly. You used to have what a yeah. third of your traffic from Facebook. Right. Right. And we get millions and now of it's da- each month, by the way. This isn't just, you know, right. a couple hundred. We, get, uh, we were getting around a million readers a day during the election. We average around 600,000 a day now. And that's, uh, that's after the fact that Facebook uh, basically cut us off at the knees. Um, they shadow ban all of our stories. Uh, people who sign up to, to get our uh, stories in their news feed, they're not seeing that. Instead, Facebook is selecting for you today what you get to read. It used to be the other way around. It used to be that the uh, users get to select what they wanted to read, who they were interested in. But Facebook has changed that over time now. And uh, it's not just Gateway Pundit. Ed, I've been speaking with uh, several of the top conservative websites out there. I have friends uh, uh, who are uh, with Young Times, uh, Breitbart, 100% Fed Up, all these, all these websites, Western Journal. It's not a secret. Uh, every conservative side is getting hit. 
Well, I, I wanted to make sure we had you on, Jim, because I've heard your story about uh, the Gateway Pundit. I know the numbers. And as you say, it's not – this isn't happening in a vacuum. You know, Boss Zuckerberg, may be te- Boss Zuckerberg may be testifying in Congress and people seeing that, but it's having a real impact on voices, voices like yours. And frankly, one of the great things about Salem Radio Network and the 1170 The Answer San Diego and same in St. Louis is we have these voices, but we've got to be careful. Jim, i got to run. Uh, thank you for jumping on uh, with us at uh, thegatewaypundit.com. At Gateway Pundit on Twitter, a very important website. Great website. I love going to it. I enjoy it immensely. Great happening stuff, popping stuff. They've got a New York uh, bureau now, a D.C. bureau. Check it out. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more here on 1170, The Answer, San Diego. I'm Ed Martin on The Andrea K Show. I'll be right back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The United States Senate returned to work this week, and it's time to talk about President Trump's nominees again, especially those for the federal courts. With the recent death of the liberal lion, Judge Stephen Reinhardt, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit has eight vacancies, but only two nominees. There are more than 150 vacancies across the federal courts as the White House nomination process, the Senate Judiciary Committee, and Senate Democrats as a group have all worked at a snail's pace. Where are the nominees? It would take a week to fill out a list and send the names forward if there was resolve and a sense of urgency. It's time for Senate Republicans to work as hard as ordinary Americans, especially when deadlines draw close. It's time to act as though governing really is as important as senators campaigning for election say it is. Let's see some nominees. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. Ed Martin filling in for Andrea K here on The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. And uh, I, I got a phone call. I knew I'd get him if I, I put out the numbers. And uh, my old friend, Woody Woodrum, who is a close friend of the late Phyllis Schlafly, uh, I, was, uh, I was out there, um, knew, knew I'd fill in. And uh, Woody's on the line. Woody, how are you tonight? Ed, I'm doing just absolutely great. Glad to hear you out here in San Diego again. That's that's fabulous. Uh, uh, out here. 
Oh, you're nice. You're nice to say. Woody, I wanted to ask you the one thing. You, you're somebody who's a grassroots guy, came up through the grassroots, ended up running the, the Trump volunteers for California. And I think you, you were telling me you made more phone calls out of California once California was obviously going to be Hillary uh, Clinton, all these volunteers. Grassroots, what's the kind of number one thing you tell people when they say, I, I care, I want to get involved? What do you tell them to do first? Well, you know, first off, I tell them to get involved with a local party and the part, you know, the, the party of choice, of course, that we have out here that I have is the Republican Party. And I, there's a lot of people that say, well, I don't like that, but I want them to get involved and start going to some of the meetings. And then more importantly, after they go to some of the meetings, I want them to get elected to the Central Committee. And, and, and Central Committee, Ed, that is not a communist party of any type or anything. It's part <laughs> What that is is how in California how we run our 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 party in California. We have central committees uh, in each one of the counties. We have 58 counties, and within those counties are state assembly districts and and various different districts that we have. And central committee members are elected based on the counties and based on the districts that they have. So, for instance, San Diego County, we have seven state assembly districts, and there are six people that are elected every four years to each one of those state assembly districts. Right. So, so well, these, you know, and we're talking with Woody like, Woodrum. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, these, so, so what these are, these are elected volunteers, if you would. But the importance of the Central Committee, you know, Phyllis wrote a, she wrote a pamphlet years and years ago that I used quite a bit. It's the most powerful office in the world is not the president of the United States. And people say, well, how can a central committee member, how can a volunteer, an elected volunteer in this case, how can they be so important? And the reason for that is, is because you hear about people having the endorsement of the party. Well, that's who makes the endorsements for the party. It is the it is the delegates to the central committee and the delegates to the state committee that endorse the part the the people that are going to have the Republican Party endorsement, the Democrat Party endorsement, or all any of the other party endorsements. Those are done by the central committee members. So, who has the most power is the person who is going to choose those people that are going to run for office, because we all know that most of the time when somebody has the party endorsement. They're most likely to get elected in a primary, right? And then that also right. helps people, during the general. Yeah. People pay attention to that. I, you know, I was telling this story. My my in laws, my my wife's family grew up in California. She grew up near Simi Valley, up uh, north of uh, uh, of L.A. And uh, my father in law always tells me, you know, forget it. You forget it. Just because California looks so uh, liberal, there's there's you know forty forty five percent, forty forty five, whatever numbers are conservative. And I'll tell you what, as Woody, you've said, we're going to take make California golden again. You know, get California back. But I, I will say this: the key is if you're motivated by Second Amendment rights, or if you're motivated by pro life, if you're motivated just by Trump, love of Trump, the guy that's draining the swamp, whatever motivates you the you, you politics is where the action is you you can't you can't sit on the side and yell at brett bear and fox news you've got to figure out how you can make an influence and in this day and age if you don't do that you're going to get run over by the me too and the black lives matter and the parkland uh kids you know that's the reality of it is you got to get involved and i know woody that's what you've been doing with the california screaming eagles Absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. You can't sit there and yell at the TV. It doesn't do any good because the TV is not going to respond to you. But your neighbors will respond to you. Your friends in your neighborhood will respond to you. And that's one of the important things about the people in the Central Committee. They're your friends and your neighbors for, in most cases. And if you don't know them, you'll learn, you'll learn who they are pretty soon. And this is really important to get the word out to people. Who are the candidates of our choice? And you, you hit the nail on the head. There is a huge group of conservatives here in, in the state of California. We proved that during the Trump campaign. And one of the things that we want to do, we want to energize those people. We've got a primary election coming up, and then we've got the general election in November. Our primary is in June. And, and we want to get people out there and get them engaged and let them know who these voters are. It's, it's almost as if a lot of people are sitting there and say, well, we can't win. Well, you know, Ed, if they sit on the sidelines and they don't do anything, they're right. They can't win. And this is almost like, you know, I hate to say it, but it's almost like a battered wife syndrome that we have a lot of people that are out there. They're saying, well, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't we can't possibly win because they listen to the mainstream media and they listen to this rhetoric and they're afraid to stand up and say anything. And that's what we want to do is get them out there and get them energized. 
Well, and you and I were over at uh, New York Mike's over there at uh, Harley Davidson in San Diego, and we, you know, talking to people, veterans and others. There's lots of races at the county level and at the at the local level where uh, ten voters, twenty voters, fifty voters, uh, you know, people that organize are going to make a big difference. And Woody, where can people find out more if they want to get in touch with you to learn some of this stuff? You know, maybe they want to get involved in their own issue, but where do they could they connect with you? Give them some of those uh, those contact info. Absolutely. You know, they can connect with me. The best way would be via our uh, Eagle Forum website. You can connect with me at uh, info at CaliforniaScreamingEagles.info. Once again, that's info at CaliforniaScreamingEagles. And they can connect with me there, and I'd be happy to answer any of the emails or talk to anybody. Uh, come out and talk to small groups and get, the, get these people energized. You know, the more, the merrier. Yeah, we had we had um, Woody, Woody Woody Woodrum hosted Andrea Kay and I at the over at uh, New York Mike's and uh, more of that. Okay, Woody, thanks very much. Thanks for calling in as always. Thanks for your fight for the country and for your service. And uh, we very much appreciate Woody Woodrum. And we'll get some more info out there. I'll put it up on social media. And you can always I, I tell the listeners if you need to reach me, uh, my email address is ed at edmartinlive dot com. Ed at edmartinlive dot com. Or you can text me. People seem to love to text me. My text number is direct to my phone three one four two five six. 1776 314-256-1776. I want to shift now and grab one more guest who uh, I hope that the listeners out there uh, to the Andrea K show are getting more familiar with uh, Jack Posobiec. And Jack is a, he's kind of a dominant Twitter player. He's, his, his Twitter handle is at Jack Posobiec. He's a naval officer, intelligence officer, retired, but he's also just picked up uh, one of his, um, one of his uh, ways to get the word out for good things and making America good and special and great again is he's now a correspondent for One America News Network, which, of course, is based in San Diego. The Herrings have been so generous to start this uh, conservative news network. And, Jack, I'm, gl- I'm just glad to grab you. I know you got a, a wife who's almost uh, almost ready to bring you a baby, and you're, a lot of things happen in your life. I was texting Jack saying, hey, can you come on quick? And he jumped on. So welcome to the program, Jack. How are you today? Ed, thank you. I'm doing great. Uh, and the wife, you know, she is, is wonderful, very healthy, uh, expecting a baby here in about about four weeks. But, you know, we're kind of getting close to that window where you, know, you never know if it's going to happen uh, a little sooner. Yeah, well, I don't want to reveal on the air that you told me today that you went to dinner with Roger Stone and agreed to name your baby Roger Stone Pasoba because that would be really bad for people to know. But, yeah, uh, hey, Jack, let me you ask you. not tell anybody <laughs> about that. I'm not going to tell a soul. I'm going to keep it between you and me. Now, listen, Jack, I need to ask you this question. On Twitter, I watch you engage the folks that are that are, you know, spreading all this kind of stuff. And, you know, you're a naval intelligence officer veteran. You're kind of a smart guy, but you're glib, too. You're not you don't kind of take the bait. But I got to ask you, um, have you ever seen anything like the intensity that and it's ramped up against this president, both on Twitter and Facebook and the mainstream media. I mean, it's almost at a fever pitch, isn't it? So, you know, I remember uh, even though I was younger, I remember the way the left and the media treated George W. Bush. And, you know, that was sort of a general bias. This is I mean, you would almost be surprised if they didn't start calling for I mean, they call for the man's arrest every day. They want his family locked up and behind bars. They want his supporters to be, you know, banned from Fox News now or hearing with Sean Hannity. And it's it's reached a level in our, our country where I think it's just kind of dangerous for the discourse. We don't need this kind of betrayal. We can say, look, you know, we, you guys lost, you know, better luck next time. But, you know, we don't go around just, just um, firing up our side in such a, a legal way. But it's that lawfare uh, that's reaching dangerous proportions because you're, they're essentially telling their side that they can do this and they can remove the president from office. We're talking with Jack Posobiec, and it's at Jack Posobiec on uh, Twitter. And, uh, Jack, I want to ask you about uh, your your role at One America News. You've been doing commentate, you, you You're a commentator, and, and uh, but also One America has got this uh, one of their journalists over in Syria. And just tell me a little bit yeah. about what that role is, because you've been I've been watching you advocate and push and make do give speeches and be a, 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 a force for the conservative movement. And, and now you've got another platform. So tell us a little bit about what's going on there. So what I'm actually doing with uh, with One America isn't as much punditry as, as it is kind of covering more of an investigative beat, at least to start out. So I'm breaking down a lot of the stuff that's going on with the Department of Defense, with the intelligence community, national security, which, given my background as an intelligence officer, is kind of my forte. So it just sort of 
works out that my background fits with where politics and so much of political discourse is these days. You know, we're not really talking so much about political issues as we are about uh, intelligence, FISA warrants, surveillance, wiretapping, all this stuff. So uh, a lot of that is is good for me because I'm able to dig right into it and sink my teeth into it. That being said, uh, when certain things do come up, I'm sure I'll be giving my opinion. Yeah. Hey, tell us about the uh, One America News uh, reporter that's in Syria and, and the kind of reporting. I heard you tell me some of the reporting on right, Saturday. Right. First of all, I assume is one of the. Yeah. OK, so and, and this is the great thing with what America has done and the herrings uh, have done is they've decided to not just sort of look at these videos online, the YouTube videos that are going around, the activists that are posting up stuff. They've actually sent uh, Pearson Sharp, who's a great, very sharp young reporter. They've sent him out to Syria. Uh, he w- he had recently reported on the White Helmets, a huge special on them. That's one of these activist groups that's out there. But he's out there in Damascus. He got there actually the day before the shelling started, texted me. Uh, at 1.4 a.m. for him, he said, Jack, I think there's a, a mortar attack. I said, no, Pearson, that's, that's, that's the United States Air Force. They're, they're bombing the city right now. <laughs> and he said, wow. he said, oh, gosh, I better get up and check this out. So he runs up to the roof. Uh, he was perfectly fine, by the way, because he didn't hear, obviously, any military facilities, and that's all that was struck. Uh, earlier today, he got to do a tour of Duma, which is uh, the part of the city that was allegedly struck by this chemical attack. So we've got some footage of that. We're actually having trouble getting it up to the satellite to get it here uh, because he's got you know really good HD footage. But of course, you know he's in the middle middle of Syria, is having trouble getting it out. So we're trying to get it as fast as we can. Uh, and uh, and 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 um, uh, Jack, before I lose you, I, I want to encourage people to find those segments. Your segments are, are on One America News. Are they running every day, Jack, or every few days, or when are you on? Yeah, you can catch me every day, Monday to Friday. I'll be on One American News, usually during the news hours. You know, top of the hour is probably the best place to find me. Uh, we also recently did a special on FISAgate. Uh, I got to help write that, and I appear uh, throughout that as well. Cool. Well, I want to make sure to highlight one thing with you before we go because, I, I well, I want to cover so many things with you. Number one is, let me say this. I, I was telling our listeners earlier that I, I have a phrase, swamp speak, where the swamp, they use words like, here's a word they use. They say, in-depth interview of Comey. Well, Stephanopoulos and Jake Tapper in a few days don't do an in-depth interview. It's an infomercial. And that's a little bit like, here's a word you use, which is so important. They call what the judge did in court some sort of court proceeding. You use the term Sean Hannity doxed. Tell me what you mean by that. Because I agree completely, but the media is covering it as if something happened in court that was appropriate today, when in fact it was really a political hit of a lawyer and a client and a and a public uh, a public uh, figure. Tell me what that what you mean and why it's so important. You're right. So this this case and and docs is is a term that's used on the internet quite a bit. It came around when when someone's personal private information gets spread on the internet. You know, whoever does it. You know, you're you're crossing that line of of you know regular common discourse and spread into spreading private information that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, that is doxing. Comes comes to the word document. So to spread right. someone's document, right. dox them. And this judge, who we later found out, actually after you and I talked to, him, later found out this is the judge who officiated George Soros's wedding, uh, his private wedding, <laughs> uh, recently. You gotta love it. So this this judge actually officiated George Soros's wedding. Yeah, you know, no coincidence there. And and wow. um, excuse me, and ordered that Sean Hannity uh, well and all the clients of Michael Cohen's name be read publicly in an open courtroom right. that included Stormy Daniels and members of the press. Uh, so no right. call for uh, any type of sealed you know indictment or sealed statement yeah. or accepting it in private you know chambers. It was totally out, totally done for the presses. Southern District of New York. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on there. But, you know, this, we never saw this yeah. with Hillary. We never saw this with Cheryl. Mills. No, no, no. And, 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 administration. and, no. Yeah. No. And, and, uh, we're talking with Jack Posobiec at Jack Posobiec on Twitter. It's done, as you point out, it's so important. It wasn't court proceedings. It was a, it was a, you know, kind of a good old fashioned, uh, public humiliation. And by the way, it was kind of a linking to all the past because you can't defend what your private conversations were. All right, Jack, I got to run. Thank you very much for being on the program as always. And we'll watch you on One America News. Uh, very good guy. AM 1170, the answer. I'm really grateful to Andrea Kay for letting me be on her show hosting this. Uh, it's just such a great, 
audience. It's a great station. I hope those of you that listen to these callers and the people that are on get excited. We need leaders like Andrea Kay. We need more folks engaged. I'm glad to be with you. I'm Ed Martin. I'll look forward to another chance to be together. AM 1170, The Answer. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.